Oh, is wait. <laughs> Did you say is there alcohol involved? Yeah, there can be if you prefer. Or water. Or water if you prefer. It can be either or. It's, I might choose alcohol, but that's intimidating. <laughs> it's in a. It is. It's just uh, six red solo cups in a row on the bar. Looks like they want to be flipped. Looks like they want to be flipped. And I think they will be flipped. Yes! That's terrible this day. I know, I needed to make sure I still had red solo cups. I was like, I'll just get it all set up. All ready to go. Minus the water slash alcohol. I'm feeling younger already. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, by the way, this is Sinister Sunrise. Uh, I'm Erin. I'm Sarah. I'm Morgan. And I have the game today. And mm-hmm. Morgan and Sarah just guessed what it is. So. We were we, prepped. I mean. Yes. The stage has been set. It has been set. So here's what I'm thinking. Um, I was thinking at first, maybe like minute to win it. But now I'm thinking you got to flip them off. And we're just going to time and oh, see okay. who can okay. complete it. The fastest. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Again, okay. you don't have to do this with alcohol. I think but we should. I think fair. I think we should. Sarah. We can just do Sarah little baby, baby, mm-hmm. baby shots. It. It's it. a good day. Yeah. It, it's a it little, is. Little rainy outside. I know. That's it. The weather just sucks. That's that's it. That's what we need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Woo! I was not expecting that. <laughs> well, yeah. We'll be back. See who Kicking it off wins quick and who today. doesn't. Okay, yeah, exactly. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Okay, throw back. 550. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we all needed it. Little throwback. I actually feel more alert if that's possible. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Well, what Kick was the up. what was the game we played? Uh Brooks Party. What was that? Stack Cup. Wait. Right? Boom cup. You can do boom or stack, also referred to as slap cup. Okay, so we did both, technically. We did slap cup first, yep. and then we did See, I like boom cup because it's cup. a little less messy. Slap cup is just asking for spillage. Slap I like cup. it because it's so much more fun. <laughs> I get so sweaty. I get so aggressive. Yeah. If I was outside, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Slap cup, no, all the way. Fair enough. You got to be outside or like in a garage you don't care about. Correct. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh. With that, we did play Flip Cup. Some of us had better yes. scores than others. Yes, we did a timed version, like I said. Mm-hmm. So I had 41 seconds. I, Morgan, had 51 seconds. <laughs> I, um... What about you, Sarah? I did all right. It's <laughs> beer on the computer. Oh, I'm so sorry. That I'm is so sorry. Oh, my God, it's fine. <laughs> Like a little drip. <laughs> it's because Woo. the computer is also crying. Yeah, and my Four terrible years. score yes. of a minute ten seconds. You know what? It's okay. Yeah. We all, you know what? That's still pretty freaking good. Yeah, mm. we could always have a rematch later on. See? Bring the game back. See if anything changes in between stories. If you want to do like a a recount, a re. <laughs> my brain stopped mid like. Reorder is what I meant. <laughs> Shut up. Guys, this time change is just effing with yeah, our brains. Yeah. That's what it is. That's, yeah. In case in case you haven't figured it out by now, we do record a week ahead just to give our editor in chief a little bit of time to edit them in, you know, not you know, forty eight hours. Even though he does <clears throat> wait usually for forty eight hours. Love <laughs> you. Anyway. 
But yes, the daylight savings time has been upon us. Uh, I woke up it is exactly 3 a.m. last night. I don't know if that's good or bad or both or neither. Um, yeah, other than that, I hate springing forward. Falling mm-hmm. back, let's go, baby. I've already said it once. I am all pro, I am very pro uh, removing daylight savings time. We get it. The days are longer in the summer. You don't need to change the time. Well, my farm, though, I don't know. How did I know? How did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> Listen, the farmers get it. We are in 2020. If they got, you know what? The farmer's probably on his tractor listening to, you know, rap on his iPod at this point or iPhone. Problem. So, yeah. On his iPod? On his iPod touch, perhaps? <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. Or the iPod color. Nano. Which one? Ooh, the Ooh. Nano. Um, it's the shuffle. Get out of here. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm pro getting rid of it. However, now that we have sprung forward, I would like to fall back one more time. And then <laughs> something tells me you're going to get your wish in a few months here. <sighs> I hope. Anyway, with that, um, with our scores, Erin will be telling her story first. I would be. Maybe I will it's be a good thing. <laughs> Great. But, yeah. Erin. Well, I cut you off. So, yes. No, I was going to say I'm second, Sarah's last. Aaron. Yeah. Unless we reorder. Re- Do you just want to play flip flop again? Or? Yeah. I'm getting kind of hyped now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was just my practice round. Guys, yeah. let's go. Give me another chance. I didn't have my flip flop gloves on. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they're fingerless, of Didn't course. Didn't have my, my goggles to protect my eyes from my the precision split. goggles. Yep. Oh, man. Aaron, we're not ready. It's fine. Okay. No one is. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, if you're already saying it's a good thing you're going first, uh, I'm, I ask almost every time, but I'm assuming uh, it's a doozy. This is a doozy, but it's oh. very interesting. Okay. So How did you know? It's like psychic or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, too. So when this episode comes out, I will be traveling to Nashville, so I haven't traveled anywhere in a long time. But in true me fashion, I was like, I wonder, you know, I, what cases I haven't done from Nashville. If so, you say murder at the honky tonk bar, I am walking out this door. No, it's no. At the so donkey donk bar. <laughs> <laughs> this happened at No Bar. Uh, oh. So this is called the Tanning Bed Murders, and. Surprisingly, it hasn't been covered much. What? At all. It's probably not what you think. I went straight to Destination. uh, Yeah, Final Destination. I know exactly what you're talking about. I was going to say Destination Impossible, so I'm happy. (laughs) That's what I thought, too. Kitchen Impossible. (laughs) (laughs) It's impossible to get this tan. Redecorate this kitchen or you die. Woo, I'm already crying. We 10 minutes in. Woo! All right. Well, Tanning Bed Murders. Yes. And this is based in Nashville. Yes. And like I said, it really hasn't been covered much. Like, guess how many... Because I did listen to a podcast episode on it, just in case I was, like, missing anything. Mm -hmm. Guess how many episodes there were. Uh, Like... On, like, Spotify. Three. One. Right in the middle, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I did listen to one just because I was like... Quality hand slap. Wow. Sounded like it. Yeah, so I listened to one just to make sure I wasn't, like, missing anything. Turns out I really wasn't. Um, And it was a bit difficult finding some information on it because, you know, you look up articles and they all pretty much hash out the same exact thing. Yeah. Just in a different way. Which is, like, good and bad. Sometimes it's like, okay, give me, like, a little bit of a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But this case, you would think it would be, like, way bigger 
then I guess it is. So anyways, on February 22nd, 1996 in Nashville, Tennessee, the owner of a tanning salon called Exotic Tan for Men tried reaching two employees by phone, <laughs> but neither 18-year-old Melissa Don Chilton or 18-year-old Tiffany Campbell answered. I'm sorry. Morgan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold up. Exotic <laughs> tan for men. And it's we, two teenage girls. I like we, their racket. <laughs> You're literally getting like a buffet of beautiful bronzed men in the door all the time. Uh, Why have we not done this? Are you sure about that? In we'll my get, head, it's a full <laughs> I immediately went to like old balding man <laughs> in a Speedo. Isn't it called exotic tan? It's What's called exotic about Exotic that? tan for men. I will get to that part in a second they let you tan stripes on your body to look more (laughs) i'm thinking it more has to do with a more of a happy ending type of situation but i'm sure we will find out i worked at a tanning salon of course you did (laughs) (laughs) no one died but there was a girl who peed in a trash can she was asked to leave how did you find whoa did she like tell you she peed there was pee in a trash can oh my god and this person was like um there's yeah. Oh. oh my goodness. Well, we That's insane. Bed. Mm-hmm. That was. Anyway, sorry, Aaron. Back to you. <laughs> Back to you, Aaron. <laughs> so, thinking that something was off, the owner decided to go to the building to check on things. And when he walked inside the um, business's laundry room, break room, mm-hmm. he discovered a grisly scene. According to Michelle Willard's piece for Middle Tennessee Mysteries, Melissa and Tiffany had been stabbed nearly 100 times combined. Uh, I've heard different numbers that like, that's more than that. I didn't get an exact number, but it was quite a lot. Regardless, like, yeah, regardless, bit, like, uh, what's it? Overkill? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like excess. Oh. Yeah. 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 Killing yeah. to excess. Is that a thing? Mm, maybe. Okay. It is. I mean, either way. Point, yeah. You're mutilating a dead body. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Definitely overkill. Um, and I honestly, again, couldn't find much information about like these women. So Melissa was from Brush Creek, Tennessee, where she had been a former Gordonsville high school cheerleader. And at the time she was pursuing a psychology degree at Middle Tennessee State University, where she lived on campus. And then she like commuted to that job in Nashville. And then the only thing I could find about Tiffany was that she graduated from McGavick High School in Nashville. That was it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Davidson County Assistant District Attorney Pam Anderson told Nashville News Station WKRN that there was no sign of forced entry and the building surveillance camera had been unplugged and the VCR connected to it had been stolen. Huh. Again. Huh. Again. Ray, no camera. Here, no camera. Yes. Just going to point that out. Very annoying. Well, this time there was a camera. It was just stolen. (laughs) The stuff was stolen. (laughs) Unfortunately. Police determined that the women were last seen alive around, like, 11 that morning. So sometime between then and 2.10, so when the owner arrived, was when the killer likely struck. But according to the podcast Music City Murder, it was a little afternoon when the owner tried to get a hold of Melissa and Tiffany, and they never answered. So in my head, yeah, that's, like, a pretty short window of time if we're to assume that they didn't answer because they were already dead. Or they were, like, busy being tortured. Well, there. Oh, oh, sorry. Sad, sad I, to think about, but yes, that like they that, were unavailable. Yes. Whether okay, sorry. They yes, can't come to the phone right they, now. They yes. <laughs> Regardless, again, very very short window of time. Yes. Right off the bat, the police weren't having much luck gathering evidence. 
No murder weapon was discovered, but they theorized that the killer had likely used a large double-edged knife or possibly a bayonet. Wait, what is that? Oh, like there's blades on both sides? Yes. Ah, double-edged. Hello. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh my god, wow. Have you ever just like had a moment where you're like, wow, that makes sense? Mm Mm-hmm. That just happened. Like some swords only have one sharp side. So Mm -hmm. when they say it's a double-edged sword, it's because both sides are sharp and it looks like that. (laughs) We can see the wheels turning. (laughs) Holy shit. Three college degrees at this table, folks. Actually, Mm -hmm. oh, four. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's how I said it. That is not how I said it. as maybe a knight who has a sword with mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. like sword and stone double-edged sword also completely off topic too was did one of my neighbors have like a pirate flag outside their house um, did not notice Didn't okay look. i, I mean, swear i saw that two days ago and i was like huh are they and building I, a ship like, like i don't the, know like black with like the a skull? black yes and i'm like either i'm seeing things Right, or well, maybe uh, they're decorating me, for something. To, I don't know. We'll put some elevator music. We'll be right back. I got no. investigating. <laughs> JK, we'll do it later in the dead we'll, of night. Go on. Yes, we'll have to see. So, um, also, first responders attending to Melissa's and Tiffany's wounds, like, walked through blood, which oh ended up my God. contaminating the scene, yeah. or at least parts of it. Did he also spit into the blood? Well, like you said, tending to their wounds. Uh, they're dead. They're dead. I don't, I, yes, that's what I read. I don't know. I really don't know why. This is literally like, I don't know, one of those analogies where it's like, they're like mopping up the ocean. Mm-hmm. We can put a bandaid on our hundred stab wounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it's a sad she's dead, but like, what are you doing, bud? Yeah. Like, get out it's, of the blood. It's obviously a crime scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like not just trying to save somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if they just ran in. <sighs> just checked. I don't know. Maybe they, I, I don't know. Investigators quickly ruled robbery out since employees were not allowed to carry cash on them and all payments made were deposited immediately into a safe. Due to how brutal the stabbings were, police wondered if they were dealing with a crime of passion. They had theorized that the killer must have known Melissa or Tiffany. So if you wanted to enter the building, you had to be like let in or what was described in the podcast I listened to was like buzzed in by an employee. Like think of like a really nice like jewelry store like they buzz you in you Uh don't just walk in Uh so that's um how it was described also it didn't appear like the killer signed in which was what all customers were required to do and i would hope he didn't (laughs) can you imagine i was like well let's at least follow protocol maybe Mm -hmm. did they check all the pages maybe he like was like i'm signing on the last page and then we'll never know i'll be the last to sign Mm -hmm. this book Ugh. I would hope they did. Um, and it just didn't, uh, it, it just seemed like they must have known the girls too, since the girls were discovered in like an employee's only area of the establishment rather than where like customers would likely be. That is so crazy. This yeah. setting it up for to be like the most secure situation. Right. And it's like, it's a freaking killing spree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much money is really in there that you have to, everybody has a package. Nobody like what 40 bucks is in the register or like the, yeah. the safe. Yeah. The- so again, they didn't think it was a robbery, though. Like I don't really think any money was taken. I think well, they thought this. Robberies do go wrong. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in the end, it was not great. 
Yeah. Uh, it just didn't appear to be that way for this case. With the little evidence they had to go off of, investigators began the long task of questioning like suspects, persons of interest, starting with the other tanning salon employees and customers. According to Adam Tambrin's reporting for the Tennessean, there were rumors that the tanning salon was actually a front for prostitution. The called it. Mm-hmm. Morgan, Sister Morgan, points, points. Thank you, thank you. So I read that the establishment did business under the name Private Moments um, as well, where exotic dancing was offered to clients. So, like, I guess the girls, like, family and friends were interviewed or asked about it, and they said that, like, Melissa and Tiffany didn't perform, like, sex work there. So I guess there was just exotic dancing, but under, like, this other name. (laughs) Hmm. Can you just yes. tell me, were tanning beds in this building? I believe they were. <laughs> yeah. From my understanding. You gotta get that UV light while you're getting a lap dance. This seems like a weird mix. Yes. I'll get to a, a little bit I of mean, other things like in a second. This building is very secure, so maybe there's you know, something. two tanning beds up front and then party in the back like a mullet. A tanning bed mullet. Yeah. A tanning bed mullet. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm no. Oh, ugh, I'm so sorry. It's the new hit hairstyle of 2021. The tanning bed mullet. Oh, God. I don't even want to know what that would look like. <laughs> According to Music City Murder, Gail Chilton had no idea either that, like, Melissa had been working at Exotic Tampermen at all. Had no idea that was even going on. Which... If there were other things going on, I could understand why she didn't know. <laughs> you know, if I was going to be a front for something, I sure as hell my other name would not be Exotic Tan for Men. It would just be like Tanning Salon for Men. And then you have the secret moments or whatever you said. They were. That's the private moments private. is apparently what. Private yeah. Moments. Private moments. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank Ew. you. Yeah. <laughs> Police ended up having a uh, long list of people to interview due to the girls' work and the fact that rumors were going around that some customers had been problematic in the past. Unfortunately, these interviews didn't seem to help investigators get any closer to finding the killer. Even though the case gained some news coverage, with the media and press dubbing it the Tanning Bed Murders, and side note, it was apparently featured on an episode of America's Most Wanted, but of course I couldn't find it, so... If anyone well, knows of it, let me know. Yeah, I cannot look oh, it up. Wait, when was this? Uh, this happened in 1996. That's right. I was two. Cool. Mm-hmm. Was it you, Morgan? You know me. <laughs> <laughs> Barely holding knife, but that mm-hmm. double edged knife. Dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Nashville Crime Stoppers offered a $1,000 reward also, but the case ended up going cold. The only thing that seemed to happen pretty quickly after the horrific murders was a change to Nashville's laws governing adult entertainment. Uh-huh. So a lot of articles did say that it was like an adult business kind of thing. So I don't know if maybe they were already kind of un- uh, under that definition. I really don't know. That's just how it was described. In 1997, Metro Council passed a 17-point regulation that created a licensing board for adult clubs, required exotic dancers to register with the city, imposed a three-foot like buffer between customers and dancers, along with a whole other list of requirements, I'm sure. And this actually resulted in the closure of at least 30 adult businesses, <laughs> which, according to MiddleTennesseeMurder.com, many of them promoted sex work. So, you know what? So then, good. Well, you know, okay, sorry. Let me take that back. If you are choosing to be in that line of work Mm -hmm. it is a job 
Yep. It is work. I'm mm-hmm. not dogging that. However, it sounds a little seedy when 30 have to can't comply with those very normal sounding rules of like mm-hmm. an entertaining club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. you can't touch. You can't touch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't Don't ask how I know that. I just know it from reading the articles. But... <laughs> This is Sinister Sunrise After Dark. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Guys, we were right across. We went to Cape, okay? We were very close to Illinois. Anyway, you can't touch them. And if 30 closed because of that, because of this new 17-point uh, law, what would you say? Uh, it's like a 17-point like regulation. Regulation. So, in all honesty, I don't know what the other ones are. So I did like briefly read that I guess a lot of companies tried to like fight back on some of the regulations. Mm-hmm. Again, don't know what those were. So, well, if you can't follow the yeah. rules, then maybe you aren't safe. Yeah. That's yeah. Fine. If they so can follow sure. the rules and they mm-hmm. stay open, no problem. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Police continued investigating the case, and dozens of men in particular were brought in for questioning, including Tennessee serial killer Paul Dennis Reed, also <gasps> known as the fast food killer. Ooh. I've never heard of this guy. N- me either. What? Um, Briefly looked at his Wikipedia page, so. Fast food killer. Mm-hmm. Patrick Streeter, a former boyfriend of Tiffany's, was also questioned several times, but even though they were confident that he was the killer, they didn't have enough evidence at the time to charge him with the crime. Police, however, appeared to have a breakthrough in the case when in 2013, so 17 years after oh. Melissa and Tiffany's murders, Streeter was indicted on two counts of premeditated first-degree murder. Uh. Cold case sergeant Pat... Pustiglione and Detective Danny Satterfield were credited for the indictment and the many months of interviews and investigative work they conducted. Scientific evidence had also been collected, but the details of it, like, were not discussed publicly. Investigators only said that evidence found at the scene linked Streeter to um, the murders. Streeter had been serving time in a California prison since 2002 for a string of robberies and um, violent home invasions. In 2015, when Streeter had finished serving his sentence in California, he was extradited to Nashville to await the murder charges. While in custody, Streeter maintained his innocence, and his mother spoke to WKRN, stating that she believed her son didn't commit the murders. In order to get his uh, $250,000 bond reduced, yeah... His lawyer, Kyle Mothershead, conducted interviews with witnesses who claimed someone else was responsible for the women's murders. According to Stacey Barchanger's article for The Tennessean, another man's name was brought up during the pre-trial motion hearings. Private investigator Sarah Kingsbury testified that David Ewan had made statements to two people, which led them to believe that Ewan was the killer. However, like one witness was an inmate who ended up refusing to testify and the other witness had like passed away years ago. Quentin Hughes, however, who was in prison for a different crime, actually took the stand and told the court that a few years after the tanning bed murders, he had like fled the scene of a homicide with Ewan. And at some point when they were running away, Ewan revealed he had killed Tiffany. He claimed to have dated her and was possessive of her during their relationship the prosecutors argued however however that ewan's statement couldn't be believed since he had lied in the past and judge mont watkins ultimately determined that hughes testimony wasn't enough to lower streeter's bond 
So it seemed like the case would finally be coming to a close. Mm -hmm. But in a shocking turn of events, um, in November 2017, Assistant District Attorney Tammy Mead asked for the trial to be delayed so further DNA testing can be conducted. According to Nick Bear's reporting for Nashville's News Channel 5, the DNA evidence collected by the prosecutors had come into question and was determined to not be a close enough match to convict Streeter. Streeter's bond was dropped to $25,000 and he was released on bond and like able to big drop. It's a big drop, but still that's just like $25,000. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. And I mean, but it is potential murder. So I get it. Also fair. Yes. So what I read too was like, it seemed like they really didn't have enough to hold him any, like to drop from 250,000 to then 25,000 just makes it not seem like it's going to go (laughs) that, you know what I mean? Like, Ooh, it's like a little petty amount to kind of kind of cover their ass yeah yeah. so he was released he celebrated the holidays like with his family and spent you know time with them until his trial was rescheduled on friday june 29th 2018 after spending you know the two years in jail awaiting his trial the charges against reader were officially dropped According to a statement from the district attorney's office, quote, after the most advanced scientific testing and DNA analysis of any case our office has handled, it would not be appropriate to take this matter to trial, end quote. Gail Chilton was interviewed by News 2 after the trial, where she stated that hope was not lost, quote, this is not the end for me, it's not over. There's nothing else I can say or do. It is what it is. I know it will be solved one day. I just know it. How and when, I don't know, but I got faith. I have not given up. When the time is right, I will face my daughter's killer in a courtroom and justice will be served. Keep the faith. End quote. As of today, the case is still open and active. However, there have been no arrests and no new information regarding Melissa's um, and Tiffany's murders, if there you know is any, has been released. So if anyone listening has any information about the case, you can contact the Nashville Police Department's Crime Stoppers Division anonymously at 615-74-CRIME. Um, that is 615-742-7463. That's the case of the Tannenbed murders. Is it, Aaron? Is it the, the whole case? The, from what I could find, yes. I'm Isn't upset. that crazy that there's like no other information? I think what's crazy is you got us liquored up to tell us an unsolved case that now yeah. I have to carry around with me for the next 12 to 14 I'm hours. What the? Mm. I'm, I'm a little sorry. bit sad. I would like, hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but this one is just making me like, this sounds, this sounds so dumb. Making me like think a little bit more on like, normally there's like, Oh, that one piece of evidence like makes it sound like there's potentially that person or this person. This one has nothing. No, exactly. And that's why I'm like, they didn't reveal anything about the evidence they had. And I'm like, well, what kind of evidence was it? Was it a like, hair? How was did it... you have enough to even get him at the two hundred or the two hundred fifty thousand? Like, yeah, that's what I'm. But also, not to be gross, but how much DNA is all over that place? Yeah, if it is. Yeah, if it is well, also yeah. they're, not the only, they're not the only two employees, so that's right. going to be fucked up back mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Their blood got everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently. I mean, unless they were it, assaulted a different way as well, I don't know. Yeah, but that's usually very and, conclusive. Yes, and whatever other suspects they had would be interesting to like kind of go through if mm-hmm. we knew what they were. But it seems like it's one of those cases where they latched on to someone, and I mean, yeah. Who knows? It it makes it seem like it definitely wasn't him if they were able to just tr- turn it around and say, never mind, we don't have enough. Because it, right. it sounds like they cleared too many people too quickly. 
Yeah, maybe. My thing is, I was very confused, or not confused. This, they say that between, this happened between 11 and 2 is when uh, the boss got there. Yes. So nobody else tried to get in the building for those three hours? I don't know about that. Again, I... But no, my question was, was there no one in the building at the time they showed up? Could have been, maybe. Like, I don't it, know. It sounds like maybe it wasn't really a tanning place, but if it was, you're spending like 20 minutes in a bed. Yeah. Well, 10 to 20, to be fair. But yeah. mm-hmm. Well, it also sucks. It's like, it's 1996. So it's just on that cusp of like, did you have online appointment books or did you write it all down? Like, did, was the, per- like, did the person have an appointment and that's how they got in? They, did I, you have walk-ins? Right. I don't, like, yeah. It just sucks. Yeah. And also they had to be a very powerful person powerful person to get both of them yes to at mm-hmm. the exact same time and there's only blood in that back room like some like from what i understand yes like somehow he got them back there or they ran from him and went back there and he they were trapped but still like neither of them could sprint away or like oh it just sucks. I guess when some, not. When sounds, when if they were taken by surprise or something, I don't yeah. know. But yeah, I'd know that employee room was there. You had to know they would trust you to go back there. I wonder if it's like an employee. Or maybe That's what owner. I was literally thinking because I'm like, did one, did they question the owner? That's what if I, he was I was the last. Gonna, yeah. yeah, if he was the last person to see them. And two, like the only people who, again, I, the killer would not have signed in. But yeah. Yeah. then the employees, like that, whoever else was there coming in for their next shift or something. I don't know. I don't know. I definitely yeah. do I just, feel like it's, it doesn't seem like it's a random person, which mm-hmm. I agree with, but I don't like, I don't know if it would be like an, like an ex or somebody coming in like, oh, hey, let me in. It's in the pool of possibility. And say it, this could make sense. It could make sense. I don't know. I, I, I like your, the, like, where's the boss in all this? Mm-hmm. Like, I do, but then I'm thinking back. You can't just go around killing your employees. Because then, if you're crazy, but if you did, if you did two murders, that crazy, like, um, you can't. I know see my it's hands. yeah like that amount of like yeah you know stabbing and stuff. Wouldn't you see him do it again or something similar? I don't know. Maybe he had a beef with those two. Mm. All, my thing is also if this is such a. Obviously, you had to be buzzed in. So either you were in an appointment book or mm-hmm. they knew you by name because you were like, mm-hmm. hey, you came in all the time. So that's where I'm lead, like where it leads me to be like, okay, so if this place is pretty popular, like it sounds like it could be. Obviously, they're a, they've, they're in a formalized establishment mm-hmm. having two names, not even just one. <laughs> and yeah. like if they were, if like, okay, he like he, but he or she, excuse me, uh, is like, hey, it's me. I'm here for my appointment. And they let them in. I feel like more, like, they didn't even talk about, like, a struggle. They didn't talk about, like, it just went straight back there. So, like, it's very weird. Like, like I don't know. Yeah. And nobody I, else, that's what I'm saying. Like, and if it's such a, like, I'm thinking, like, kind of like a seedy old, okay, again, on the old man trail. I think, uh-huh. like, a seedy ass old man's like, yeah, I'm here for my tan. Okay, so that, and then that go, that happens. The sh- somebody's killed, or the ladies are killed, and then... The next person coming in for their appointment is like buzz, 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 buzz. And guess mm-hmm. what? If I'm a gross ass old person, I'd probably be like, hey, owner, uh, yeah. what's going on? I spend good money here. Like, why, why can't I get inside? And mm-hmm. then they're just like, why did it take four hours? 
especially because that 11 to noon time, that's someone's lunch break. They timed that out to be there yeah. on their lunch break. Okay. Just, yeah. if I Could went be, there yeah. and did not Sarah, get in, I would you, be a little perturbed. How do you know that? That was pretty smart. Because I eat lunch at 11. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows I eat at 11. <laughs> Yeah, it. there's very little information, and I don't know why there's little information. It's just you did this to me two weeks in a row. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't Wait, mean Ray to. Ray Rivera, <laughs> and then this. Sorry. I have a full on request that your next story has a, some type of ending. This had an end. I <laughs> can't. I can't. No, it did not, Sarah. <laughs> the rest is still unwritten. <laughs> <laughs> if there are any Good updates, I will definitely let you know. But. It's very sad. Morgan, are you going to bring bring it up a bit? I'm gonna, Do I need to open another? I'm going to try. It's okay. not scary. Well, I'm opening another one. Ooh, that, was, so. that was a good one. That it was didn't even clean. be on your computer. Because <laughs> <laughs> Erin's not crying. She's like, yeah, I told my story. I'm done. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I have a little quick one for you this week. Ooh. And then next week I have, have a couple of things ideas in my head so i think i'm gonna do mm-hmm. might do a little bit of a deep dive on some things okay, so okay. here we go want to keep it light this week and also to kind of do like a uh, part two to last week last week yeah yes yeah you did clear audience yes last I, week. okay oh, yeah yeah okay. yeah i was like wait did we do the group at my brain is we did yeah okay <laughs> so a part two to last week episode 59 yes bringing it in home here with episode 60 hey. on clairvoyance hey yeah awesome so uh here we go uh while you may have an idea of what what this word means or have even just heard it before i do hope you learned something today from my research all right so again, last week I talked about Claire audience and said the terms are different. I was correct, but they do have some similarities. They both are supposed communication or quote spiritual insight. So while they may be like actually like physically different on how you receive this communication, they are both kind of categorized under the same umbrella, if you will. Okay. Uh, keep in mind that clairvoyance is not just a prediction of the future. Um, the a couple i obviously have my sources cited in the notes but like it was the example they gave is you know i can have knowledge of a subject and make a prediction with kind of certainty that it will occur like Mm -hmm. sarah will more than likely have a red bull in this this week and i can say it like (laughs) i see red bull in sarah's future (laughs) okay duh i got knowledge and it's gonna happen okay what do you mean duh this is news to me (laughs) red bull i've never had that i hope i can drink and wait sugar-free that probably hurt someone's ears so bad (laughs) so sorry sorry everyone um but no that is not clairvoyance that is just good estimation guessing (laughs) uh sfweekly.com states clairvoyance is quote when someone seems to have special insight into future events when they have no previous experience or knowledge base to fall back on the information seems to come from the, quote, divine, or at least some kind of supernatural ability to perceive future events, end quote. Um, it's also known as clear-sightedness, um, and it's basically just another way to word that this phenomena. Um, it was mentioned that being clairvoyant doesn't just mean the ability to see the future, it can be, quote, a person who has the ability to gain information about a subject, location, or even an object. Um, so when you don't like to have 
Oh. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I messed up my quote. <laughs> okay, I was like, I don't like where this is going. So, like, you don't have to have, like, ESPN or something, but <sighs> if you have... <laughs> Now I understand. Insert Mean Girls quote. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I love laughing at my own jokes. (laughs) Anyway, but if you have, uh, you could have some of these traits that sfweekly.com lists, then you might be clairvoyant. Oh, I'm ready. These include Sarah Pay special attention. Oh. Drinking Red Bull. (laughs) All the energy gives your brain wings. Vivid dreams, unusual images while meditating, experiencing strong emotions and vibrations from places or objects. <laughs> no, but do you remember the Ricky? Do you ever see Talladega Nights? Mm-hmm. It's been a minute. Okay, well, it's um, Shannon. What's her name? Um, the actress Shannon. 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 Molly Shannon. Thank you, Molly okay. Shannon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You Thank it. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, she like plays that guy's wife. I'm like, I love the vibrations in <laughs> the cars. <laughs> Thank you for doing that while I took a drink. Ugh. But yes, um, same mm-hmm. but different. Uh, images you see from the corner of your eye, strong gut instincts that are usually right, um, and then you experience episodes of deja vu. Hmm. I have that a lot. I also have that a lot. Like a lot. A lot of these I have semi frequently. You know, all that meditating I do. But anyway, this was like <laughs> literally the list just. I, this is just a brief summary of a couple of them. So Ooh. there's a lot. But should you ever be in need of a clairvoyant, it is noted that you uh, should be sure to make a real bond with this person. They should be wanting to bond with you as a client. Um, and they shouldn't just give you a little bit of information and then kind of hint at being paid. So I think like you've heard like the scammy, like, okay, let's take it back. That's so Raven. When she gets chosen to be on TV as a psychic, but she ends up like using her real abilities and there's a call center that they work at and they all pretend, uh, Chelsea and Eddie pretend mm-hmm. to be psychic mm-hmm. and they have like a script that they go, hold, hold on, I'm getting something now to keep them on the line to pay long Yeah. So it's, it's good to know that like, you should have a bond with this person. You shouldn't like especially if they ask for like a bunch of payment and like mm-hmm. or they give you a bit of information and then they're like yeah so if you want me to keep going it's gonna be like actually like 30 dollars per hour like walk out they're not real so um <laughs> and then two new uh well you you may have heard of the words but vocabulary words that i'll lay on you today <clears throat> parapsychology is the study of alleged psychic phenomena and other paranormal claims. For example, related to near-death experiences, uh, synchronicity, um, and apparitional appearance. Another vocabulary for you. Pseudoscience. (laughs) Consists of statements, beliefs, or practices that claim to be both scientific and factual, but are incapable with, or sorry, incompatible with scientific method. And I want to end with you. The reason I gave you those words is it's part of the definition that Wikipedia lists as clairvoyant. You know I love to, like, believe in all of this, but I do like to kind of debunk things a little bit. So here we go. Wikipedia, quote, claims for the existence of paranormal and psychic abilities such as clairvoyance have not been supported by scientific evidence. 
Parapsychology explores this possibility, but the existence of the paranormal is not accepted by the scientific community. Uh, parapsychology, including the study of clairvoyance, is one of the quintessential examples of a pseudoscience. Boo! Yeah. Princess Buttercup! <laughs> so, kind of like last week, it seems that people do like to try to tap into those abilities. Again, I think I have some of those abilities. Mm-hmm. If you really trust your gut, cool. Doesn't necessarily mean you're clairvoyant, but look up more of those traits. It was sfweekly.com. And again, I think there was two or three more sites and I'll have those listed. But if you're interested, just do a little deep dive. Maybe you are clairvoyant and you haven't tapped into it yet. So that's all I got for you this week, ladies. I don't think it's pseudoscience. I don't either. I think it's hard to test because how many people are actually have that ability available and then from that small pool of people can actually like understand what's happening. Or even care Oh, to. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, exactly. And then how would you test? I mean, uh, we should cover, there's like some government projects we talked about. Hell yeah. Where, yeah. Like, what's in this marine ship off the coast of whatever and they have to like get it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's probably hard to test. Don't yeah. call it a pseudoscience. I agree, but had to read it. Mm. So with that, yeah, yeah. Miss Sarah, kick it off. Thank you. We are doing Old McDonald had a triad. As in the McDonald triad. Yay! I'm pumped. You know what this is. I'll get I'll get there. Don't worry about it. Um, but speaking you know of exactly old McDonald's, I went down a rabbit hole. Do you know that old McDonald nursery rhyme is said to have been written in the 1700s? Whoa. No. Yes. Um, it was thought to have been written for an op- opera in 1706 before morphing into a nursery song. <laughs> Could you so, imagine it being an opera? <laughs> I found that on Wikipedia, so if it's Old wrong. <laughs> I can't imagine someone in an opera like wearing a little sheep costume. Like, no, that's what I was about to say. They're all coming in the background. Yes. and I'm sure it wasn't quite like it is now, but yeah. Yeah, okay. The, the origins, I think, are 1700s. Hmm. So, the McDonald triad. Um, if you listen to true crime at all, you have heard of this, but do you actually know what it is? Because somehow the McDonald triad has turned into like buzzwords for signs that your kids could be a serial killer. But that mm-hmm. is not what it is. I'm so confused already. Yes. I- <laughs> this is the one where people are usually like, oh, if they like killed animals mm-hmm. and like, what is it? Set so, fire to they. I don't know. There's three. Maybe you could go three for three. You're getting close. Shoot. What was the other one? Wet the bed. <laughs> don't look me in the eye. So seriously, to say yes. that. Like, wet the bed. <laughs> Are you trying to use like Claire? Claire audience. She will wet the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Again, no one can see my gestures, but <laughs> we're touching a lot of temples here, people. <laughs> Temple touching. <laughs> um, okay. So what it actually refers to is the idea is that these three telltale signs that Aaron did say, and I'm going to go over again in a second. Um, drink, 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 Morgan. <laughs> I second the motion to have Morgan drink. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, twist your arm. Um, it could say that someone's going to grow up to be violent or involved in violent crimes. And the three signs are, like Aaron said, one, being cruel or abusive to animals. The ex- worst. Especially mm. pets. Literally, my notes, I already know Morgan is safe. The only way I would know I'm in an alternate reality if I see Morgan, like, hit a dog. <laughs> and you, then I'd be like, where am I? Yeah. This is not Earth. It's true. It's true. Oh, can we take a moment? My fish meatball died, so RIP. You know I care for, you know what it means I'm not a serial killer because I literally got a little upset with my fish. I tried to yeah. find a way to humanely euthanize him, but he bit the dust. So. Oh, I'm sorry. RIP meatball. You were a good fish. 
And moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who actually took a moment of silence, you're also safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, setting fire to objects or committing other acts of arson. Wait, I like that. But that doesn't make any sense. Isn't arson just setting fires? Yeah. No, I think arson is bad setting fires. Oh, like big. Like, like... Like you're you're testing the waters. Like, oh, I'm gonna do it near this like open gas container. Like, oh, uh, okay. like setting someone's house on fire. I think deliberately setting fire to property. Okay, yeah, thank you. So any kind of like obsession with fire. Which fun yes. fact, my little brother used to love playing with fire with have, sticks. Do you have to have all three of these to be one? Um, at least two. It's, oh yeah. Well, right now you can't be two for two, so you're saying <laughs> three regular bedwetting. Anything you want? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Um, and specifically after the age when it's appropriate. Like if your child so like is now. three, yes, <laughs> bed makes sense. If they are twelve, maybe check into it. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to guess when this gained attention? And I'll give you a hint: it's literally when all psych ideas gained attention. Nineteen sixties. That's what I was about to say. On the nose, I yes. will pick up mm. my beverage. Mm. Dang, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> Drink, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta it's be so going salty. Going the... <laughs> salty. Yeah. Oh, I'm so salty. So- no, oh, mm. we're good. Mm, cute. I s- mm. Did you like that? <laughs> <laughs> You're so welcome. We're not a visual podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no one wants that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel targeted. So 1963 in this case is when it really came about. So psychiatrist and researcher J.M. MacDonald published a review of earlier studies, and I love the title of this, called Threat to Kill. Ooh. Yes. Yes, you know what he's talking about. That's an about. attention grabber. I like it. it. Sounds like a movie. Threat to Kill. I would watch that movie. Coming in 2020. <laughs> it did. It's called the coronavirus. Go on. Too soon. Um, okay, so in this um, review, it suggested a link between violent adulthood and childhood traits that I, you guessed it, just listed. Uh-huh. So this idea had some observational research, but to my knowledge, not much actual like set up scientific studies. Uh, McDonald compared 48 psychotic patients against 52 non-psychotic patients. Hold on. <laughs> have, what? What a basis. I'm just, there's so many like different levels of both of those categories. Oh, for sure. Okay. Sorry. But um, keep in mind, this is the 1960s. So yeah, no that's got to be hard too. Like how how they determined them back then doesn't mean yep. that's how you would determine them maybe today. Literally in this Ooh. era, I checked homosexuality was still considered a mental illness until the seventies. So there's gonna be some errors. Hold on. Um, yeah. And also, if that wasn't bad enough, all these patients had threatened to kill someone. Um, keep that in the back of your heads because none of these patients had ever actually killed anyone, nor Just- were they actually serial killers. They just threatened Threatened to. So Got because it. right now he's just saying this leads to violence in adulthood, not a raging maniac. Okay. 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 So in regards to animal cruelty, McDonald argued that behaviors stemmed from prolonged humiliation. Um, and this ring especially, especially true. <laughs> especially true. According to McDonald in children where their abuse came from older adults or someone they couldn't retaliate against. So child-on-child bullying wasn't as prevalent as parental abuse. Hmm. I know. 
Um, because they can't retaliate, they will take it out on animals that they can have control over. Mm. It gives them a sense of power or control over their situation and environment. Mm. Okay. Also, I read this could also be practiced for what the child wants to do or would do to humans, which is very chilling to me. That's oh, I just, very scary. Yeah. Yes. Like, ooh. Yes. I don't even want to imagine I mean, like, what I would do. Ooh. If you, like, walked in on, like, a child. No, that's what I'm that. saying. Yeah. Like, if future little, you know, me running around is just like, Mommy, look! And, like, hold, hold up a dead carcass <gasps> oh of God, an animal or like, something. Um, uh, the movie, the movie, the movie, the Hereditary, where she, like, cuts <gasps> off the bird. Oh. I mean, it's already dead, uh, but I don't care. Yeah, that was still no, 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 disgusting. No. Sorry. Anyway. No, you're uh, fine. Yes. Couldn't no... imagine the reaction or what I would. This so, is yes. why whenever we talk about killers, aka Aaron's like, yes, and they all, if they did, so the trait of killing animals. Moving on. Like, mm-hmm. da Because <laughs> I, I don't think there's enough books on that. Like, how to parent yeah. a psychopath. Which, if, keep, sorry, that was actually very inappropriate. That does not prove that right now. So fire settings number two. Um, this was thought to be a method linked to those same feelings of humiliation from adults. But instead of needing to have power over an animal, this child uses the fire as a way to unleash their aggression. So, I mean, hmm. even if you're a child, you can see that fire is destructive. Um, and arson is thought to be one of the earliest signs of violent behavior in adulthood. That's so funny because there's so many different ways to show violence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and being threatening that's so weird that it's so specific mm-hmm. yeah i mean thank you but <laughs> mm-hmm. and then then there was one bedwetting i really did a number of my notes here like i mentioned before this is bedwetting that continues after the age of five and when it um, starts it has to continue for a f- period of a few months Hmm. To reiterate, if your six-year-old has an accident, please do not think they are going to be a serial killer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you are thinking that this is brought on by adult humiliation, you would be... Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. Drink, Aaron. What? You're not answering fast enough. Yeah, this is a I nodded thing. my head. I saw nothing. I the, answered the non-verbally. didn't see it. Of course they didn't. <laughs> Come on, listeners. <laughs> but this one, honestly, is the saddest one because it's part of a cycle. <sighs> well, yeah, I was about to say, couldn't that just be like a lot of trauma and stuff it going on It makes me really too? sad. Yeah. So because it's going to just keep upping the humiliation for this kid. Yeah. They will probably keep wetting their bed. It's not like a power move. And of course, like it makes the parents upset to clean the sheets. So in turn, they're going to punish their child, which then causes humiliation. And it keeps on keeping on. So you just got to scoop it up, wash it, put the new sheets on. Don't just, it's okay. And I know parenting has changed quite a bit in the last few decades, which yeah, one day maybe I'll go through like the thought of that, but we used to put a lot more emphasis on kids having like more adult thoughts than they actually had. Like, oh I my bet God, you they're doing yeah. this on purpose. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, they probably they aren't. they literally don't know what the frick you're talking about. Yeah. It's, they just know you're being mean. Ugh. So, and yet again, none of us are parents, obviously. So I... Um, excuse me, I'm the mom of the group, so... <laughs> and you are a pet mom. You gotta do some training. I'll give you that. I take it all back. I'm not that great of a mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just loud, so I everyone pays attention to me. That's it. There's some self reflection going on there. Had <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of those moments. Today. It's a double edged sword, if you will. Oh, oh my god! I'm going home. 
I'm going home. E.T., take me home. Um, okay. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. This is the one that will push the child to feel more and more anxious and helpless. So it's very linked um, to stress and anxiety. And this is one of the triangle that is, oh, it's internal and self-punishing. So the more you think about not doing it, the more you're probably going to do it. Mm-hmm. And they're like little kid minds. They're simple. They don't know. Yeah. So, yes, that's all good and fine. It makes sense as to why those behaviors would be linked to humiliate. <laughs> Jesus. Humiliation. <laughs> But it doesn't explain why that would follow them into adulthood and then make them violent. To mm-hmm. me, this more just shows, like, kids are having, like, maladaptive coping strategies. Ooh, big words. <laughs> That's why I had to look down at my nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That part was not memorized. <laughs> um, to childhood trauma. So it's probably a better detector for childhood trauma than it, in, than it is for them to grow up and be a serial killer. Yes. Plenty okay. of Yeah. Okay. Plenty of people have had these, quote, unquote, detectors as children and did not grow up to kill anyone or be violent yeah Mm -hmm. i would say you replace that one with a different one that we talked you want to sub it out sub it out for like you know head injuries head trauma because that Um, sometimes we can talk head traumas but not in the triad Oh. Not, not in the triad. Dang it. There's well, no room. Like, um, I think I mentioned You can't it, sit like, with us. <laughs> oh, second Mean Girls reference of the day. I know. Woo! Mm-hmm. Sarah, bring it home. Um, no I, pressure. <laughs> no mm-hmm. pressure. Um, it's, I think I wrote either last week or the week before I referenced another podcast I've been listening to called Something Was Wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like all of them, like our people, like one girl was about like who was like literally like a, a sibling abuse like mentally and a little bit physically mm-hmm. and like how he turned into like a I don't want to ruin it because it's actually a really good season but he turned into a crazy person and she was okay even though she had the trauma mm-hmm. she so they experienced the same thing but they uh they experienced the same life okay and the brother was abusive to her Ooh. okay and she is as far as normal as nor average you know average human being and he is so okay i don't want to get really in like in the woods but there is like the biopsychosocial model which mm-hmm. is like you have to have a certain genetic setup things have to happen to you and then the way yes. that you um you form ways to cope with it correct so that makes sense basically, and that's why this also to me seems a little far-fetched but we'll get there it's basically saying like yes there are things that can contribute to it but also there are things like that serial killers just could have none of those things they could mm-hmm. have a perfectly normal life. oh yeah like, yeah two sides. like if you were like you said, to set up like the same thing for like two or more people and they experience the same exact thing, they're not going to end up the same mm-hmm. exact way at the end of it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like siblings. I mean, in an even like non serial killer way, like, okay, Aaron has two siblings. Like, you three were raised pretty much the exact same way. Mm-hmm. You all are very different people. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to you, Meg. <laughs> and Jason. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love you both. Doesn't I sound do. Oh no, my God. Um, no. <laughs> we are very different. I think that's better than us being really the same. I would so, agree. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, okay. So there are a couple issues with McDonald's research. One, he relied very heavily on observational research. Um, again. 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 <laughs> again Sarah. Are you okay? Some ain't right. Um, <laughs> Some ain't right. <laughs> Are you Which, getting ready to come to Nashville with me or something? I don't know. <laughs> I'm 
just feeling very heartwarming. Again. <laughs> again. Geez, leave me alone. It's happening again. <laughs> Woo! Now we're going to cover Ed Gein. It's happening again. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. So soon, not right, all right. <laughs> okay. Um... So there wasn't an experiment. He just observed people and then asked them about their backgrounds, which really, woo, I don't know how you would experience. Like, what are you going to do? Cause trauma on purpose to a child? In the 60s, you could, but good Thank, for you, yeah. but you didn't do it. Thank goodness he not, didn't. Not real trauma, but didn't we talk about um the baby experiment? I feel like that's a little bit of trauma. No, there's, uh, there's quite a bit of trauma oh. in the 60s that All they didn't think was a big deal. And another one you brought up, the speech impediment one. That's a little bit traumatic. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sarah's done a lot of good stories, There's, guys. Uh, ha, there, it's a speckled past. <clears throat> it's just the way speckled. Your mm-hmm. eyes said speckled past, but it said <laughs> my eyes literally had to be like, think of something. Come out, mm-hmm. come out. Um, okay, so his test group was also a little on the small side, and it was not very representative of the general population in that area. Um, even with these issues, it's hard to miss that McDonald could be on to something. I mean, a good amount of his violent subjects did have at least two parts of the triad. Okay. Okay. And to be considered, you know, could be violent, it has to be at least two. Okay. Um, and from what I read, actually, it seems like McDonald himself didn't believe his research found any conclusive evidence that they were all oh. linked to violence in adulthood. Hmm. He simply pointed out there's commonalities. Like, it's more correlational, not causational. That's good. Mm-hmm. Which I respect that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if we're looking at McDonald's study, it has faced a lot of scrutiny. I mean, it should. And honestly, with psychology being newer, it's difficult to find a study that doesn't face a lot of scrutiny. Like, if you didn't, well done to you, bud, because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well done, bud. <laughs> it almost seems like a modern day philosophy because anything could be true. Like, you learn about the zeitgeist, which is like people change throughout history because, like, our views on things change. Oh, I haven't heard that word in a long time. Yeah. Zeitgeist. <laughs> I frame it. <laughs> If only we had a Scrabble board. Uh, <laughs> win, bitches. Um, so it, it's just difficult. Mm-hmm. But a few years later, a team of psychologists set out to prove his theory. Um, because keep in mind, it is just a theory. And their study, too, faced some backlash. We're not going to get into it. Um, what really brought this triad to the famous pedestal we now see it on is the FBI Behavior Analysis Unit. Ooh, mm. ooh, spicy. So, yes. To be fair, it is right up their alley. It is the infamous team of Agent John E. Douglas, Agent Robert Ressler, and Ann Burgess. So similar to the show Mindhunter, Ooh. you are on it. Um, this, tre- this team of three, or triad. Uh. Speaking of things connecting, I saw that and I was like, could that be? And it is. It's a team of three. Just like us. Yes. We're a triad. We are a triad. The Sinister Triad. We're changing all of our branding. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're done. Goodbye. Over. Nope. <laughs> um, okay, so this team of three, they conducted their own research on criminal offender populations, especially serial killers, because keep in mind, serial killer news was everywhere in these decades, 70s, mm-hmm. 80s, and 90s. Mm-hmm. So in those you know, 30 years alone, not even 30 years, you could do like late 70s to early 90s, we'll say like 15 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Law enforcement caught Bob Berdella, the Kansas City Butcher, David Berkowitz, the son of Sam, mm-hmm. mm. Kenneth Bianchi, which is one of the Hillside Stranglers, Jerry Brudos, the shoe fetish slayer, Oof. Jeffrey Dahmer, Richard Chase, who was the va- vampire of Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And the list goes on and on and on. 
and they're all very high profile crimes and captures. So the first thing people want to know when you catch one of these predators is why, like, why do they do it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And while I would love to tell you, the research conducted by this team was flawless. And now the McDonald triad is pristine, inarguable fact. No, <laughs> no can do's bell, baby doll. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a lot of what the show Mindhunter Illustrated was correct. While FBI agents were on the road teaching local law enforcement about behavioral analysis, members of the team would visit nearby prisons and interview offenders. They talked to a total of 36 convicted murderers. 25 of those were serial killers. And talk about like top 10 jobs that would just get you sprinting out of the bed in the morning. Like, oh. think of the adrenaline, I the bit of fear. Sprint out of the bed. I wouldn't sleep. I'd be like, let's go. Yeah. Know, just to like mm-hmm. dig into your brain. It's like mental chess because they're going to tell you the truth. Do you have to weed out the truth? How do you know? Are yeah. they going to sit there mm-hmm. in silence and just stare at you? Like you're done. Yeah. That would be tough. It's like recruitment on level 35. Well, Ooh. Just, <laughs> yes. Somebody bump me. Somebody yeah. bump me. There's no bumps in the real world. <laughs> Um, oh god okay i don't know how much you guys or the audience knows about an experiment on how to set it up but a lot (laughs) okay listeners um the way they were doing these interviews it was impossible to replicate or validate so you're supposed to have control groups standardized Mm -hmm. questions kind of like the female in the show was preaching the whole time and no one listened to her Hmm. man explaining Hot topic. Um, <laughs> I had a little thorn in my side. It's fine. It's fine. It is annoying though to watch and be like, well, I wouldn't get the information. And she's literally like, I'm a researcher. I can tell you this is not. Yep. Here's your script. Just freaking fracking follow it. You I, can analyze everything after. Literally, I wouldn't be like, can you not just ask the question, see how they answer, and then go into like your weird sex questions you have for them? Yeah, no. It's, yeah, exactly. Do this set. And then, you know, Bert, Skirt, and Ernie onto your weird shit. Mm-hmm. That's it. Exactly. If they don't answer it, that's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I digress. So problematic <laughs> as the interpool, inter, interview pool was, I am losing my mind. The interpool of this. <laughs> I'm going to call it interpool for these crimes. Um, the group found that almost half of the offenders they interviewed were from single parent homes. Three fourths stated that they had indifferent or neglectful parents. Almost all of them had normal IQ. And then another, I'm, I'm set. <laughs> and then another 75% of them did report abuse from their parents. Morgan let out a sigh of relief. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> On the IQ part, let's go. <laughs> None of the other things. Thanks, mom. Thanks, dad. You were like holding it in. Like, oh, no. Like, oh, thank God. tripping up with this arson shit i'm like damn i love a good fire like, well there's a bonfire and then there's like i want to set fire to the world well i like putting, i like catching things on fire and then holding it and playing around i think that's okay yeah i you're think that's cars, just you're not causing any harm. you're curious i don't know it you're could. arson curious it could. <laughs> arson curious i would be i would be <laughs> I am sweating. Okay. Um, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Good thing there's no DNA test in here. Okay. Um, so the last one, the abuse from parents, this would lend some credence to the McDonald triad theory because it would show reason for that transference of humiliation and anger. Okay. Okay. The FBI researchers also found that many of the interviewees had at least one of the triad, 
And do you want to guess which one came up the most? Out of the three mm-hmm. that came up the most? Yes. yes. I would think um, Animal. abusing animals, yes. <laughs> Above using animals. Above using animals. Above <laughs> abusing animals was bedwetting. Damn. Really? Also Shit. called um, enuresis. Ew, I don't like that. I don't it's like that a, I think it's like a medical term, maybe. If I'm wrong, I'm sure yeah. someone's going to tell me. Um, and this... <laughs> ah, I'm so sorry, Sarah. I've been practicing. If that's no, not what I'm supposed to say, no, I feel like a perfume. just reminded me of iridocyclitis. <laughs> just as serious. <laughs> Have you been talked to about your <laughs> Do you find yourself excessively sweating? You could need zero sweat to <laughs> In your recess of the pits, you say. <laughs> <laughs> you may not be a bedwetter, but you may be a pit sweater. <laughs> but there's no shame. No, there's no, no shame. And if you have it, you don't got we it. Don't, we know how to solve it. Mm-hmm. You head on over to zerosweat.com. You type in the code sinister at checkout and mm-hmm. you get 15, no, 20% off of a $15 purchase or more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is the taxes, baby. Don't pay them taxes. Mm-mm. And sweat no more. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't sweat over taxes. <laughs> um, I'm Sarah, back to you. Yes. Yes, let's just end. Um, so, in your recess, I'm so sorry. It is when you're wet in the bed later than you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. I went on a weird thought. We'll go past that. So, bedwetting, um, it has been the subject of many recent studies, which found that it is not an indicator of psychological maladjustment. Oh. I mean, it can, uh, it can be, but it doesn't always Okay. It could also be caused by hormonal problems. Mm-hmm. There's something called an ADH. So like alpha, delta, Hermione. Okay. <laughs> Hormone. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to say what it's actually called because no way. Um, <laughs> it, is, it causes our bodies to make less urine in the night. So in children. Oh, or, yeah. I didn't realize that was a thing. Oh. In children or adolescents that don't make enough of this hormone, their bodies will make more and that causes the accidents because imagine if you're in a really deep sleep this hormone is off you may not wake up but your bladder is not going to hold that all night and And then you're you're like fully relaxed Mm -hmm. yeah and parents don't get aren't going to know about that Mm -mm. so it's just like the cycle yeah they're just gonna keep on yelling oh we have a question did you write out that adh hormone absolutely not i didn't even give it an option no i know better right now i'm just gonna take a quick peek no (laughs) i'll google and show you um you can also have bladder problems so people have muscle spasms throughout the night that prevents the bladder from holding a normal amount of pee. Or some people do, excuse me, not everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, genetics. So if your parents had it, you could also have it. Sorry. Okay. Man. So the parents shouldn't be so angry with you. Um, sleep problems, caffeine, medical conditions, UTIs, diabetes, any urinary mm. tract abnormal- abnormalities or constipation or severe stress. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so literally, it doesn't mean you're going to kill anybody. No. Um, and I read on kidshealth.org that twice as many boys have enuresis than girls. Man, that sucks. I mean, that sucks in suck. general, but I did not know that was a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I was going to say, like, I'm sure there's many health problems that contribute to it. Like, yeah. UTIs, all that good stuff. You're yeah. Thinking, but I did not know there was an actual literal problem correlated directly to the issue. Yeah. There's, Good to know, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm getting educated right now. Yeah, I always learn something new. Yeah. The more you know. The more you know. So, while the information that came out of the FBI's research on the triad is interesting, it is flawed. And that means we really can't draw conclusions from it. Um, also, while McDonald makes great points, keep an eye, it was in the 1960s. 
Like I said, there's a lot of flaws of our thinking of mental health at that time. Um, only recently have researchers started taking skeptical looks at this theory, and it seems like all the new research is kind of contradicting the claims of the triad. So, oh, Mm. instead, one or any of the triad really just points to a stressed out child with poor coping mechanisms. And to be fair, they are just a child. How are they supposed to have good coping mechanisms? I know adults that don't have that. True, girl. Oh, you right. (laughs) I mean, think about it. Yeah, we need an updated triad. Yes. Mm -hmm. So... I think what if it's like the the sixteenth ad and like you just there's so many different things. You you will have at least eight of these and it's like yeah. fuck <laughs> There's too many <laughs> If you blink more than thirteen times. Um, or if you don't blink. You know what, if you don't blink, maybe get that checked out. Cause your eyes are got to Sounds be dry. like a yeah. Damn you contacts. <laughs> um so it also could point to a child having a de- developmental disability. Um, it has been brought up. It could be like some sexual abuse. Like there's a, there's a reason that child is so stressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it is and you wouldn't until you took them somewhere and got it figured out. Yeah. Somewhere like a doctor, not like a grocery store. Sorry. I just realized <laughs> don't just take them anywhere. Take them somewhere who knows what they're doing. Yes. I will yes. Tell you right now I was like a doctor, you, a, a grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> I knew what you meant. <laughs> I'm sorry, are you over-explaining something to me? <laughs> Sarah Splainer. I am a man-splaining. Um, okay, so... I'm so, so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Despite all the crime documentaries bringing it up, be good to yourselves, hug your children, and do not label anyone as a criminal before they commit a crime. Thanks. There you go. Except for Sarah. No, <laughs> and good night. <laughs> good. What is it? Who, isn't there like a uh, news person like, good morning, good evening, and good night? That's a thing. Probably. Somebody help me. All I can think of is stay classy. How's that? San Diego. How's oh, that? yep. Anchorman. Oh. I watch no serious movies, I think. Correct. Yep. So yeah, yeah. the McDonald's trial, it could point to something. Interesting. But mostly mm-hmm. just shows like they had a traumatic childhood, something was wrong, no one got it checked out. That's what I lean towards, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So. Yeah. I think it's more just... There's so many different things that could lead you to do anything. I mean, yeah. it's on like the total flip side of that. It's almost like from what I've done a little bit of research or like going through school is like sometimes it's the complete opposite. People who have had those types of past are advocating to be the complete opposite of it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm going to fight for no, you know, no child abuse or to be a better mm-hmm. person or all these things. Absolutely. So I think it could go flip yeah. either way. Yeah. Yeah, we just probably need to take a look at those studies from the 60s. Um, it looks like there were some flaws. Maybe I go a little refresh. I'm like, well, refresh, we'll spin. Yeah. yeah. Is it valid? Probably not. Can yeah. we redo it? Probably maybe, maybe no one wants to touch that, though. Yeah. They're just like, ooh. Yet again, yeah. <laughs> we need a new, uh, wait, what's that medical book? The... DSM. Yeah, maybe she need a new one. Keep oh, all God. the old. Volume one may or may not be real. Volume two, more, more accurate. Color code them on how close they could be to real. Yeah. I'm you I love a good color code. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tabs. It's nice. Yeah. And with that, we have done episode 60, ladies. Six zero. Um, I have noticed that we have been getting some more listens on our oldest episodes. Yeah. Um stick around because it got a lot better. The quality's <laughs> a lot better. <laughs> I literally tell everyone that, like maybe start at the end right away. Yeah. Huh? Episode yeah. seven and on, and then go back when you run out. Probably the best. 
probably the best thing to do. But mm-hmm. um, if you have a friend who doesn't know about us, tell them that mm-hmm. we rock because we do. Um, and yeah, just spread the word. And you can also help us out by going to Apple Podcasts and mm-hmm. leaving a rating and review. Um, your kind words are much appreciated and you will more than likely get a shout out on the pod. Yeah. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook. You can leave reviews there as well. Again, kind words, always nice. Um, and also we are on Instagram. It is Sinister Sunrise Podcast. And Sarah makes cool ass TikToks. Yes, we she are does. Hip and cool. Um, sinister <laughs> underscore sunrise underscore podcast. Um, and so if, yeah, it's it. It's it. This underscore. So the space is Mm-hmm. And if you have any topic suggestions or just want to chat with us further about something we talked about, you can email us at sinistersunrisepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And with that, tune in next week for episode 61. Yay. Thank you. Bye.